Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here on this fine Thursday. Coming to you live from West Edmonton Mall in the Stingray Studios. The show, as always, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. Trent, I know he's going to be very busy today. Sitting on the couch watching those Dallas Cowboys play some Thanksgiving football. We've got three games on the schedule. We'll keep you up to date on all of those as uh, as they happen throughout the day here on Sports 1440. Of course, we're talking fantasy sports for the next 55 minutes, give or take. Then we've got the lowdown with Low Tide. And then Jason Greger coming to you live from the Canadian Ice House downtown in the Ice District. Uh, he'll be there from 2 to 6, so make sure you swing by. I think he'll buy you a beer. Maybe he'll buy something else, whatever you're really feeling. Not a turducken, if I had to guess. No, that'd be tough. That would be tough. Imagine if the Ice House was doing turducken today. 40-ounce turduckens? <laughs> I'd muck it. Next year. Next year, we'll see if we can make that happen. Uh, but always a good time down at the Ice House. Go down, see Gregor. Uh, enjoy the time down there and watch some great football. Right now, the Green Bay Packers leading the Detroit Lions 14-6. to was Jordan Love's coming out party last week against the Chargers, and now he's just going to tear it up because he has looked good. Christian Watson, a couple big plays in this one. Tucker Craft scoring a touchdown, as did Watson. Uh, for the Detroit Lions, I believe it was Sam Laporta, tight end. So it's uh, tight ends capitalizing today. You know, we've knocked the tight end position quite a bit here on Fantasy Frenzy, and all of a sudden it's showing up. So I don't know what your setup is like right now, Brandon. I think you got the game going on. I do. I think my feed is slightly behind yours, which is frustrating because you, as you walked into the studio here, you're like, oh, Green Bay scored again. And I, the snap was just happening as uh, you said that on my screen. So thanks a lot. Spoiler alert. I got the high speed bandwidth getting me uh, those scores a little bit faster. I'm actually, I have it now on my phone and on my laptop and the laptop is a solid minute ahead. So you're watching on DAZN, I assume. Correct. Yeah, so on my phone, it's DAZN, but on my laptop, it is uh, Ignite TV. And the, Ooh, the Packers cool. just took one back. Could be a defensive score. Baby whistle down on the play. The downside is we can't really just uh, blare the audio when we're on air here. Jonathan Owens, the husband of Simone Biles, potentially just scoring a touchdown for the is Green Bay true? Packers. Yeah. Wow. You didn't know f- that? I did not. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, it gets made a lot of in media when you refer to um, like a female as so-and-so's wife instead of like who they actually are. In this case, it is fully appropriate to say Jonathan Owens is just Simone Biles' husband because <laughs> I, uh, no offense to him, he's playing in the NFL. Uh, her accomplishments supersede his by uh, probably quite a lot. She's she's a goat. Gymnastics. She's a goat. I, um, I'm not fond because whenever I see here, the reason I knew this, uh, Owens used to play for the Texans. Texans beat the Chargers and they showed her celebrating and I was like, ah. <laughs> and then last week the Packers beat the Chargers. Common trend here. So yeah. certainly looks like the arm was coming forward. I'm hoping this goes as an incomplete pass. That's it. That's that's a fumble. Come on. You don't know ball. I, don't know. I do not know ball. I just hope things go my way. Uh, Pat Efron getting into the chat here already. one 401 is how you can reach us. Also via the email, Connor at Sports1440 and Brandon at Sports1440. On social media, at Sports1440, at Fantasy Frenzy AM, at Connor Hallian, at B Douglas 1440 I'm happy I have Goff in the Porta. It's better than my Ridley-Lawrence combo. 
Fat Efron. Yeah, I I also started off the year with the Ridley Lawrence combo. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. I try to avoid it now, uh, but last week obviously Ridley had two touchdowns. It worked out pretty good. Goff Laporta. Goff might have just fumbled, but that's not going to hurt you too much in fantasy. I don't think. Maybe a couple negative points, yeah, but like minus two maybe. Goff's going to make that up with one play at some point to Jamison Williams or Amon Ross St. Brown, whatever it might be. But yeah, the good game going on here. Uh, busy night in the NHL last night, which means today we have nothing. Uh, looking at our fantasy pool that we started for Sports 1440. Brandon, you got a little smirk on your face. Are you are you still no, I climbing? Slid, I slid back down. I'm back down to 38th. Uh, I, that, oh, no. 30, that 34th <laughs> positioning might very well be where I peaked. Uh, a couple more injuries to add to my list. Philip Grubauer not playing last night. Uh, Timo Meyer um, out for the Devils. So uh, nothing going on tonight. I can kind of uh, relax from it. Uh, but back at it again to, tomorrow, including some matinee affairs. So uh, make sure you set your lineup. Get up and set your lineup in your fantasy leagues uh, so you don't miss out on any potential games played for your players. Get your parlays in there if you have to. Maybe that's the way you want to go. I'm sure there's a lot of people having some fun. I mean, obviously up here as well, but down south, sitting on the the sofa all day, the Chesterfield, just watching some ball. Chesterfield. Yeah, some circles might call it that still. That, that's a throwback term that I enjoy because that's what my grandmother called it uh, my entire life. But I'm not too <laughs> sure if it's still uh, in the regular uh, day-to-day vernacular of many people. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, the Oilers last night, we'll touch on that for a minute here as well. I guess from a fantasy perspective, if you had Zachary Hyman, not too bad. He uh, he looked okay. For the Carolina Hurricanes, like everyone got a point except for Kotkaniemi and Newsom when it comes to their forwards. But they everyone only had one point. Like nobody... Okay, never mind. Sorry. Three, three players had two points. Taravainen, Aho, and... Stall, Jalen Chatfield. Yeah, on the blue line, yeah. Yes. Um, I have Ajo on my team. So I'm sitting in eighth right now uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, like we said. Just another one, another one. If we were breaking this down from a real perspective, we could probably spend an hour talking about their defensive play and just what people are doing. Like I would love to, I would love to sit in with an NHL coach, a film session, and just see what the Edmonton Oilers have done in their own end and what goes on like what are they thinking when it happens are they thinking too much we know the the saying if you're thinking you're already a step behind maybe that's something with the Edmonton Oilers but defensively it is not looking good uh, for the Oilers they take on the Washington Capitals who I believe are playing some pretty good hockey right now Uh, that'll be tomorrow and it'll be an earlier one We've got NFL tomorrow at 1 o'clock. you got the Oilers and Capitals at 1 o'clock. Uh, so we'll have kind of almost pregame coverage throughout the day here. And then once it wraps up, almost postgame coverage on the Jason Greger show. Should be a lot of fun. Tiger says Chesterfield is definitely the Queen's English, but there was also a cigarette company you could buy Chesterfields. Cool and refreshing. Like the Camel? Joe Cooler? No, that, that's totally different things. I thought there was a Camel that smoked cigarettes as well back in the day. Scalding Gord says the Lions must have eaten turkey before the game. Curse you, Tyro Tofen. 20-6. Yeah, you know what, though? Lots of ball left. And the Detroit Lions, they can put up points quick. And that's great for fantasy people. I mean, if you're watching this game right now, I, I always try to have that optimist-type mentality. The Green Bay Packers defensively are, you know, obviously going to have a say in it, but I think the Detroit Lions are, are certainly going to start moving that ball downfield you got to get Jameer Gibbs involved in the game. 
I know they have a tendency to kind of roll with Montgomery, and that's fair. He's a heck of a football player, but I think you got to get Jameer Gibbs and that big play capability going. Obviously, Amonra St. Brown and, and Jamison Williams, guys who can stretch the ball downfield. We'll see. They have the ball just across their own 20 right now, second down, and uh, looking to move it forward. one 833 is the text line if you want to get in. Uh, Mark says, hey, boys, are you starting Chris Godwin or Devontae Smith on Sunday? Thanks, Mark. I mean, I don't think there's really a bad option there. I, I kind of want to lead Devontae just because I think Jalen Hurts is better <laughs> than, than Baker Mayfield. The Philadelphia Eagles have the Buffalo Bills, which might be tough. The Bills can look great at times, sometimes not so good. The Bucks are in Indianapolis taking on the Colts. That actually might not be a bad matchup for Chris Godwin. I think you're in a pretty good spot here. You know, whatever way you do go. Because the, the Bills defense, I mean, they've didn't they've lost some, some players to injury. They've had some, some problems. That's going to be a good game. You know what? I'm going to lean Chris Godwin, actually, because I love Chris Godwin. So Godwin against the Colts over Devontae Smith against the Buffalo Bills. But there's not a bad option. There's no bad option. I will. Uh, I think I'm going to agree with you, Connor, and uh, and say that I think Godwin is probably the the higher ceiling option here. Devontae Smith had a big game last week where AJ Brown was virtually a no show um, for the Eagles in that game against the Chiefs. He had one catch for eight uh, eight yards, excuse me. And and Smith's production was far from you know blowing the top off, but it was it was more noticeable. I'd expect uh, things to kind of go back to maybe normal a little bit where we see A.J. Brown reassert himself as that dominant receiver we'd, we'd seen. I think it was six or seven straight games with 125-plus yards for him. Um, the likely thing is for that to, you know, defer back to the norm. Uh, so I'll, uh, I'll also say Godwin. Uh, I like that matchup against the Colts. Jared Goff just fumbled again. What is going on? <laughs> so the Green Bay Packers now have the ball inside the 25-yard line. First down, a minute left in the first quarter here. A little end around to Jalen Reed. I mean, they could hypothetically go up 27-6 at the end of the first quarter. I don't know if the Packers are going to be in a huge rush to, to get these plays off, maybe just get, after the, get to the second quarter here. But uh, certainly tough. And Jared Goff... The Detroit Lions, six turnovers in the last five quarters. Last year, that was what was so good about Jared Goff down the stretch. He just would not turn the football over, and now he seems to be giving it away like, I don't know. Like it's Halloween candy. Like it's Thanksgiving, and you're giving someone turkey. Frank said, Frank Cervalli, his little context, uh, always guest with Kevin Carius at uh, 820 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and he is welcoming friend of the program, Tyler Uremchuk, down into his home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. He said, Frank uh, Frank said that in his neighborhood, they just like kind of walk down and they just like make like a lap of the neighborhood as if it is trick-or-treating, stopping at each house, enjoy a cool, refreshing beverage of your choice, whether it be beer, wine, yeah. soda, whatever. And like you just make your rounds. But here's my question. If everybody's doing that, nobody's at home to welcome you in. So is it just Frank that just he, he gets out of the house, uh, leaves his wife to prepare uh, and deal with all the family? And Frank's just like, you know, I'm just going to go mosey around the neighborhood and check in with everyone. Open door policy. I guess. <laughs> For just Weird. open. Grab what you want. That's cool. There's something that, I, I don't know, there's something that just seems so wholesome about American Thanksgiving where you're like, the family gets together, you're enjoying uh, some some drinks, a nice meal. You, you sit on the Chesterfield and watch football all day. 
I'm so envious of it. Like very. I'm envious of your Remchuk that he gets to go out, go down to Frank's, this wholesome, ideal neighborhood that they're going to be in, walk around, have drinks with the neighbors, and you know, have a nice meal and watch some football. I think that's a a very cool idea. And I told you once uh, when we were down the dial, I said we should adopt American Thanksgiving, and the feedback was. Mostly like, why don't you move there? <laughs> I, I threw a pretty similar question out to uh, Schlemko and Kevin yesterday. Uh, not even saying adopting it, but creating or moving a holiday to align with American Thanksgiving. And uh, I also received some pretty negative feedback. Yeah, I mean, I love Canadian Thanksgiving. I love everything about Canada. But I just, if I could take one thing from the States, it would be their Thanksgiving. That's probably it. Maybe bring back Code Red, Mountain Dew. <laughs> Vanilla Coke, like... Yeah, vanilla Coke available at all times in Canada yeah. would be high on my list too. I'm a I'm a Pepsi guy, but man, vanilla Coke, goodness sake. Uh, GM Parisian says I thought there was an Elks presser at eleven. Is it canceled? Well, we couldn't. I couldn't make it down. Gregor couldn't make it down. Brandon, you couldn't make it down. Carries couldn't make it down. Like they they give us that announcement ninety minutes ahead. Uh, we will have Rick Lallister on the program with Jason Gregor at three twenty today. So he will talk about everything that has happened. But yeah, I do believe the Elks presser was going on. I hadn't even checked in on it. So Kevin had kind of a line uh, early this morning that there might be some uh, announcement uh, ahead of the one that did come out. So we were kind of on a little early. But then since then, it's mostly just been um, keeping tabs on what actually is released through uh, their own presser or their own uh, PR and the presser coming up. So unfortunately, yeah, we don't have any new information for you at this at this time. But as it comes out, we'll be happy to pass it along. Yeah, we can certainly check in um, from the CFL insiders. Nothing from Farhan. We go to Dave Naylor, see if he's got anything. Uh, I'm sure we could probably check in on some of the local media as well that would have gone down there uh, to the, the presser. But yeah, 11 o'clock. We will see what happens. And like we said, Rick Gallisher, uh, the team's president and CEO, will join Jason Greger at 320. So we will get it in all the way. Okay, Brandon, nails here on the Oilers. Kiss hockey. Keep it simple, stupid, and play your role. Still the most talented team in the NHL. Love the station. Nails, I said that yesterday. I agree with you. Just play simple. Don't think so much. And uh, Nails also attacking. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the fact he called me Brandon and it's coming from a 403 number, I have to check my own personal uh, contact list. I do believe this is uh, my uh, former hockey coach and technically second cousin. Um, well, I always forget how this works out. My dad's cousin uh, goes by the nickname Nails. His son's name is Staples. And then the second son name is Tax. <laughs> Those are all their nicknames in the uh, in the family there. So appreciate you texting in Nails. And uh, and he also added bone in ham all the way, which also is a continuation from our earlier discussion of turkey versus ham at holiday meals. I heard that. Was Laddie like, I don't even know what the term is, like staring, like shooting daggers at you with his eyes? Because... He did seem a little fired up. Well, that's what's great about, and I always like to throw food questions at Laddie because it's a passion of his. Uh, you don't get that jacked up without uh, packing in a few calories, which Laddie is. He's an absolute mutant. He's juiced. Um, <laughs> absolutely shredded. Because he eats turkey. Because he eats turkey. Well, I don't know, but he's he said he likes ham. He has nothing against ham, but he wants turkey, and he said his ex-mother-in-law does it up better than anyone he's ever seen, so... I mean, and I said the same thing. I have nothing against turkey. I just prefer ham. And I think we're all entitled to our preferences. How's that? I agree. I agree. I don't like pineapple on pizza, but those who do, fill your boots. Go to town. Enjoy it. 
Uh, but, but I'm definitely on Team Turkey with that one. Uh, Wesley Snipes says Slav Kornick is down there with Global. Yeah, Slav does great work. Check in his Twitter feed. Nothing posted, but uh, I'm sure we'll get this story from Slav later on today. And Scalding Gord says, Saravalli is hosting a Franksgiving, as Gregor phrased it. Yes, Franksgiving. It works out so well. Uh, hopefully Ty will put some posts up on social media so we can see what's going on. I, I know he's down in New York with his lovely girlfriend and they're kind of taking in some shows, but he still brought the podcast equipment and hopped on over his nation every day. So that's the commitment you need. I, I didn't really know he was going to New York until maybe like eight hours before his hit with us on the Gregor show. I was going to say, you could take the day off. You know, you don't have to do it, but he is a, he's a grinder. Even if he doesn't like to admit it, he's dedicated to the grind. <laughs> he loves the grind. Can't, can't deny that one. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll keep the text rolling here. Keep up to date on all that's going on in the NFL. We'll uh, give you our little thoughts on who you should start, who you should avoid in the afternoon and evening games in the NFL today. Also, we got action tomorrow in the NFL. It's going to be a wicked couple days here in the sporting world. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in today. one 401 If you've got any questions or comments, it is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Will Hawk of Beef Jerky with Hallie and Douglas here on Sports 1440. Well, I hope you've checked your lineup and got it all sorted out because football is already underway. We're talking about the Green Bay Packers getting the ball inside the Lions 25 after the Jared Goff fumble. Well, Packers went for it on fourth and one and got stuffed like a turkey. And now the Lions have the ball. So that's an absolutely massive player for that Detroit Lions defense. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky with Connor Halley and Brandon Douglas. Big thank you to all of you for tuning in on this fine Thursday morning. If you are out in your car and you're thinking, oh, I got to go inside, I got some good news for you. You can just talk to your phone or your smart speaker and say, Play Sports 1440. Worry not. And it'll say, playing sports 1,440. Because it can't say 1440. What a world we live in. <laughs> so if you want to listen on iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, Radio Player Canada, or our website, sports1440.ca, you can listen at anywhere. Or on the podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever. It is the year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, 2023. And you can just talk, tell your speaker Whatever. Even your car, it works as, in most vehicles now. You can just yeah. press the little voice button and say AM 1440 or Sports 1440 for your speakers, and it just does it for you. What a world we live in. It's, Far from the days of Chesterfields, Connor Howell. Yes, yes. Well, it, it's, a, you know, the, the that spans a generation, the word Chesterfields. You know, you can also stream through your phone and then connect it to your car with Bluetooth, or maybe you got the old aux, you know. It's a little older. I don't know if people still use those, but for a while, that was a thing. And what about an FM transmitter? You plugged into the cigarette lighter, found a frequency that was not occupied by an actual on-air station, mm. and then you plug that into your phone so it's like you had a deck. Like this is for older vehicles that don't have auxiliary, like uh, aux cords or Bluetooth or anything. I had one in my 94 Lincoln Town Car, and it was the bomb. I could bump all my best music on my drive into school every morning. How about that little uh, cassette you would put into the cassette player? S- and same plug thing, into yeah. your iPod. My, my <laughs> sis, this because that even that predates even FM transmitters. I think my sister had one of those for her like mid or earlier mid nineties Ford. What would have been not an Aerostar maybe before the Windstar? Yeah, Aerostar was her first vehicle, and uh, she had one of those as well. So I mean, hey, technology's come a long way, but. 
still serving the same purpose. That was a game changer. Yeah. Or like the big book of CDs. That was one. Um, my dad used to have like the hard plastic case for the cassette tapes. One day. Yeah, and then he'd be mad if you uh, took one out and didn't put it back in the right yeah, spot. Yeah. They were very specifically organized. I remember one time I opened it up and I found a two live crew tape. And I mean, that's, that's, that's something. If you've never listened to two live crew, he claimed it wasn't his, but uh, I like to think he's uh, got a little more street cred than he led on to believe. Uh, Fantasy Frenzy, one 401 1440 We got this one coming in from Scalding Gore. Taylor Hall out for the season. Does that affect players' value or trade values in both fantasy and actual games? Will Chicago be more willing to move things around after that? I mean, they're, they're what, second last in the league right now? Obviously, you're going to want some stability around Connor Bedard. So in real life, I don't know if that's going to sway too much. I don't know if you want to be, they're going to be total sellers. Any players they were planning on trading, um, like uh, as um, rental players uh, approaching the deadline here, this doesn't change anything for them. I think the point was to bring in some legitimate players so Connor Bedard had NHL players around him, give him a little insulation um, on the toughness side of things with Felino, Perry, and the like. But realistically, I don't think this changes their plans in any way, shape, or form. Tough to see. You feel bad for Taylor oh. Hall without one. Very bad. Yeah, he's had some some tough injury luck in his career. Um, obviously, when when he was on and in his prime, won an MVP award with the Devils. A heck of a talent. So yeah, tough one there. But uh, hopefully, he'll get back and be ready to go. Uh, Imitation Tom says it's insane to think that only a hundred years ago you were rich if you had a toilet that flushed and was inside. A hundred years before that, it was one if you ha- is if you had one inside. Yeah. Yeah, I always think about people that were born in like the 1910s, 1920s, and the things they saw in their lifetime if they lived long enough. You saw a lot of things going on. Sizzler says, hey guys, can you touch on this? I didn't watch the game, so I'd have a good night. Okay, that's funny. Didn't watch the game, so I'd have a good night. Good thinking. But I watched a video that shows Hyman's disallowed goal clearly go in. Was that actually a goal? I saw that. And I saw people on Twitter bringing it up. I think it was just messing with your eyes. Did you see that goal, Brandon? Because it clearly went post and out. Yeah, like, and if I'm remembering correctly, the one that's kind of a scramble in front, um, and each and like two, the goaltenders left off the left yes. hand post. Yeah. Yes. So from the live feed, like while it was actually happening, I 100 percent thought it was in the net and out. But the replays, I think, pretty clearly showed that it was off the post. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought but, so but too. In, in live action, I also thought it was in. I did. I might have given a little. Oh. And then (laughs) nobody reacted. And then even like after the fact, nobody reacted. So it was, it was clear after, but I did see that video. And from that one angle in real time, it certainly did. But no, that, that was not a a goal for sure. Uh, Brandon, some other games coming up today in the NFL. We should touch on, we'll do this for the Canadian brew house. Sending you to the Super Bowl. You can join us down at the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night football for your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a chance to win a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Brandon, you're going to be at the Ice House tonight. You're going to be there from 6-ish on. Yeah. Jason Greger's there from 2 to 6, so swing by. Say hello to the fine folks at Sports 1440. Uh, We'll send Brando there with a couple hats to give away, and then uh, also maybe he'll buy you a beer. You could qualify for a trip to the Super Bowl in Vegas. Also, a chance to go to the home opener of your choice in 2024. Is that, for a lot of fans, would that be better than the Super Bowl? Would you rather see your team open the season or two random teams play in the Super Bowl? 
the fact that Super Bowl is in Vegas might be a tilting factor yeah. this year because you can you can plan a whole February vacation, like a week-long thing around that. Or maybe a week in Vegas is tough. <laughs> but, you know, uh, three, or, how old you are. Three, three or four <laughs> days um, probably. And, yeah, that's a tough one because, like, if I were to win the home opener thing, I, of course, would want to go down and see my team, the, the Texans play. I've never been to an NFL game. Um, been to a couple different MLB stadiums. Obviously, ton of hockey here in the province of Alberta, and uh, and once in Vegas as well. But I, I would just be chomping at the bit at any opportunity. But that home opener one, that's really cool uh, to get to go. You can pick where you go, whether it's to maybe check out a Bills tailgate if you don't like if you don't have a favorite team. Bills yeah. tailgate, one of these new state of the art stadiums in like uh, Vegas or down in Houston or, or um, Cow- new Cowboy Stadium in Dallas. Maybe it's to go see your favorite player. You want to go experience the. The Justin Herbert, the, the Arrowhead, ex, the Arrowhead experience uh, with Patrick Mahomes. So, like it's the world's your oyster, literally, and you can uh, you can have your choice. So very cool prize that we give away on Thursday nights. Absolutely. So obviously Packers and Lions playing right now. Jack Harlow halftime show, and then uh, at two thirty Commanders Cowboys, and then tonight we've got the Niners and the Seahawks. Cowboys Commanders. Uh, Sam Howell. On the season, over 3,000 yards passing, 18 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Uh, the Cowboys aren't the New York Giants, which seem to be Sam Howell's kryptonite, so maybe he's got potential uh, to have a big game here. C.D. Lamb has really come on as of late. Just now, uh, A.J. Dillon with a big reception. So if you had the uh, over on his receiving yards today, I think he just locked it up with his second catch of the day for about 20 yards. Uh, big play right there. Uh, but, you know, C.D. Lamb, like I said, he's been coming on as of late. Obviously, you want him to find the end zone a little bit more. But I, Dak Prescott has been really good in the last four weeks. I believe he has a 13-2 to two touchdown to interception ratio. Obviously, the Cowboys are rolling. But, you know, if you're in a deeper league... I think you could potentially look at the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is a guy who you might want to start in this one. He He's really starting to find his groove. And, uh, you know, in the offseason when Kellen Moore moved on, we know that Coach McCarthy in Dallas was going to take over the play-calling duties, and he, he wanted to change that offense a little bit. And it didn't work out very well for them at the start of the season. I mean, they had big games, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't what they're doing as of late. So it looks like they've made some adjustments there. Uh, for the commanders, uh, Brandon, who are you thinking uh, – I know you're going to start Sam Howell, but anyone else you think was a must start in this one? I know we're, I was talking about this with Kevin this morning, and uh, Jahan Dotson is a guy that has his eye. He's uh, he's played very well as of late. If you're a Terry McLaurin or owner, he, like he is too talented, I think, to sit on your bench, especially when you have a team that throws the ball as much as the Commanders do. This Dallas defense is for real, for real, for real. Um, even without um, Trayvon Diggs uh, uh, with his injury missing and, and no Leighton Vander Esch up front, like they're still very good. Do not be mistaken. Um, the Brian, I think we had a text about Brian Robinson a little bit earlier in the show that we didn't quite get to. We can loop back to it, but same thing. Him and Gibson are talented guys, but they just don't really run the ball that much. So I, I think McLaurin. Um, Dotson and Howell are probably your must starts and then situationally depending on what else you got available every team's in action this weekend so you're gonna have to make some choices probably um Robinson maybe is an option and uh who knows maybe even Logan Thomas uh at the tight end position probably has some upside too uh then you look at Seattle and San Francisco tonight we're talking fantasy sports here on a fantasy frenzy Hallie and Douglas obviously Christian McCaffrey you're gonna start the Niners kind of you know it's it's tough Seems like Brandon Ayuk, for the most part, is is pulling his weight each and every week. He's getting targets and making plays. 
Uh, but if you have Debo Samuel or George Kittle, it's almost kind of hit or miss. They they could go off for a big game. George Kittle has had a few really big games, but uh, Debo Samuel up and down really this year kind of uh, puts people in a tough spot because based on matchups, I think you could make an argument for there are, there being weeks where you might not want to start him. Oh, for sure. And I've been victim to it. I mean, uh, he missed time with injury and come back and the Niners have turned their fortunes around, but Debo still uh, kind of just a very mediocre fantasy performer, but that's not to say he, he can't go out and, and score a couple touchdowns because they still use him in the run game a little bit on some of those end rounds and thing. And he's, he's an absolute beast once he gets the ball in his hands uh, with whether it be yards after catch or yards after contact. So um, I think any Niners player, Ayuk, of course, must start Kittle, certainly. Uh, Brock Purdy, he's in he's in the conversation as a must start QB now. He's he's cooking it up and and distributing the ball well, putting it in the hands of his playmakers. So between those uh, those guys, uh, Samuel uh, McCaffrey, of course, Dodoy, uh, best player in the NFL probably at this point. But with the Seahawks, Geno Smith, weird situation coming in. Like I don't even know if we know if he's going to play or not yet, um, and that'll do very. Uh, have a uh, have a big impact. Pardon me on the likes of DK Metcalf, um, Tyler Lockett, who are probably your two most prominent starters on the Seahawks offense for fantasy. Like if it's Drew Lock swing or th- throwing the ball, kind of yikes. He he can throw it, but his decision making is not always great. And uh, we saw it when he came in in relief of Smith last week. Far from effective. So that that'll be something to keep an eye on heading into the uh, the nightcap game, if whether or not Geno Smith is actually going to play or not. Yeah, I mean, then that's going <laughs> to... I don't like Drew Locke, just because uh, there's just things about him I don't like. It's it's personal. You don't like his swagger. No, not when he beat the Chargers and he was dancing. I I had a bad grudge against him, and it just lingered. But, I mean, he's he is a likable guy, so who knows? Maybe it'll work out. Uh, we did have a text just kind of asking about the Edmonton Elks in the press conference today. Like I said earlier on... Um, we're we're following along with it obviously we're doing a show here so it is tough to get exactly what's going on i can tell you dave campbell of 630 chad uh saying that interim president and ceo rick lalisher saying we're confident in our ability to operate in 2024 thanks to our trust fund strong season seat renewals and support of our sponsors and fans we will however need new investment before the end of next season to ensure the club is positioned to succeed for years to come so we have heard rumors. We had Dave Naylor on the show last week, just before the Grey Cup, and saying, you know, there, there's talk about it could be, you know, potentially private ownership for the Green and Gold. And I mean, I, you know, that. Let us know. What do you think about that? Are you, you know, as a community-owned team, would you rather see a private owner, you know, that could make things happen, maybe a little bit quicker, maybe doesn't have to deal with the board? I mean, I think there's positives to that. We will have Rick Lalisher on the show at 325 with Jason Greger and Terry Ryan today. So we will be covering that for sure. Uh, Low Tide will share his thoughts coming up at noon. But uh, that's the update we have for you so far. Like we said, the, the press conference was set for 11 o'clock. Obviously, Brandon and I couldn't get down there. Uh, the notice came out a little bit late for Greger to make it down. Kevin's on air till 11. So the, the timing, unfortunately for us, just didn't work out to get down there. But, uh, you know, there's lots of outlets in this town and the coverage will be there and we will talk about it here on Sports 1440. Chomsker says, I love this show. That's all. Chomsker, thank you very much. Imitation Tom says, if I could have 25% of the riz that Jack Harlow possesses, life would be good. Can you translate that for us? Riz or charisma? Yeah, pulled from (laughs) the term charisma. And uh, I mean, hey, he's a suave guy, handsome guy, uh, obviously very talented uh, 
musically. He doesn't sing, does he? Like he he's kind of a DJ type, and then he gets people to sing the songs. I thought he was a rapper. Well, I think he's kind of a rapper. He, I don't know. <laughs> Tell you, we're, we're, we'll play some Jack Harlow coming out of the the last break here. He was in uh, he was in Dave. The show with uh, Lil Dicky. Great show. Very <laughs> funny. So, yeah, he was kind of, they kind of had beef in the uh, end of third, the third season. He's a funny guy. Uh, very good. Very good stuff from uh, Dave. If you haven't watched that show, don't watch it with your kids. Don't watch it with your parents. But it is a very funny show. We will take a break here. Uh, very quickly, though. Hillman does say you could get to see T Swift at the home opener. There you go. And then he said, it's all the same. It will be good with the right owner. It will be better if it will not. Am I, I'm, I'm having a hard time. It's reading that all one. the same. It will be good with the right owner. It will be better. If not, it will suck. <laughs> well put Pillman. Yeah, it's true. You need a good owner. It starts at the top. Who would it be? I know when we were talking about it last Friday, there was like, oh, I wonder if OEG would be interested. That would be something. And Brandon says, Jack Harlow is definitely a rapper. He also stars in the new White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, he can act. He's he's multi-talented. Did we have to remake that movie? I don't think so, but whatever. I'll, maybe I'll watch it. I think it's on Disney+. Plus. I might check it out. We'll take a break right now. When we come back, more questions. Uh, that was the inbox brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Sending you to the Super Bowl. You can join Jason Greger there from 2 to 6, the Canadian Ice House downtown. And then from 6 onwards, Brandon Douglas will be down there. Go pay them a visit. We'll be back right after this on Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Willock Beef Jerky. Hey, Brandon, who is this? It's Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X. Oh. Jack Harlow, the actor? One and the same. <laughs> a man of many skills. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. Brought to you by Whale Hawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out right here in West Edmonton Mall. Maybe you could walk by, say hello. We got the big glass doors. A lot of people come and take a look. Just give us a wave. Maybe we'll surprise you with a sticker. Or we had somebody knock on the glass this morning. Yeah, I give don't like a, that. Give it a rap with their knuckles. That is that is frowned upon. Don't do that, but we love a wave. Um, and if you are kind enough to give us a wave, like Connor said, maybe there's a sticker or a Ewell ball, golf ball marker. Or a notepad. We Ewell got, hooked us up. We've got some some new stuff to give away in here. Yeah, the Ewell Studios. Uh, we talked about Jack Harlow. Brandon said uh, star of the new White Man Can't Jump. I said, why do they have to make a remake? And he said, I felt the same, but it's actually decent. So now I'm a little more convinced maybe I got to go watch it. My my watch list right now, Brandon, is unbelievable because we just got Crave. So I think I'm about five more episodes remain for me to watch of Shorzy. Man, Shorzy's good. I th- I didn't think it'd be that good, but then I watched it and it's quite good. It is very, very funny. funny. And I'm not just saying that. I was a skeptic. And then we had TR you, on all the time. Did you tell that to Terry Ryan's face? No, nope, no. Nope. But I mean, he 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 might get it. You know, he might get it. And then I mean, the Shorzy is just so funny. His his chirping on the ice. And if you've seen when they they play the the Yanks, <laughs> and the one guy he's just chirping like relentlessly for a couple minutes. Very funny. But anyways, 
as I was going to say, there's lots for me to watch right now, but I think I'll, I'll try to squeeze in the new white men can't jump. Uh, Victor says, where's Ryan Reynolds buying the sends and workout? Maybe he can dive into the CFL. That would be cool. I, I don't know what the price of a CFL franchise is. Um, but I know to buy the Senators, Ryan Reynolds was obviously just one small piece <laughs> yeah. of that puzzle. He might be able to go solo to buy the Elks. I, I, I genuinely have no idea what they would be worth. Me neither. I mean, he, I, I'm sure he could afford it. He's got a lot of investments outside of his you know, acting career. Isn't he a, t- he has a tequila or a vodka? Gin? One of those, one of those alcohols. I believe it was Ron Swanson that said uh, clear alcohol is for rich women on diets. <laughs> well, Ron Swanson. None, none, none of those, things. none of those three that I just mentioned, tequila, vodka, origin, are my drink of choice. I'll say that. No, I'm a, I, I love whiskey and beer, which sounds what? very stereotypical of me, but it's it's just true. I mean, I enjoy a nice glass of wine. Variety, buddy. How's that? Variety is the key to life, or something like that. A one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Jason and Leduc says there are two types of people in the world: those that understand that text, and those who don't. <laughs> I think that was about the one that confused me. Maybe the Pillman one. The Pillman one. I. I so, wait, maybe it's a quote from something. Maybe I don't know. I. It's all the same. It will be good with the right owner. It will be better. Oh, okay. The the lack of punctuation, I think, is what it. It's. It will be good with the right owner. It will be. Hmm. Okay, it's all the same. It will it will be good with the right owner. It will be better. If not, it will suck, which is probably true. If you dig dive into it. the the more I think about it, the more this text is putting my brain in a pretzel because of the lack of punctuation. If you put the periods and commas in the right spot, I think it makes sense. But I don't know. Mike D, have you gotten through Letter Kenny yet? No. I've, I, I watched a couple episodes of Letterkenny, and maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace for it, but I, I didn't keep it going. I watched the first couple seasons of Letterkenny. I really enjoyed it. I loved their the, like the, sh- the skits, the sh- shorts that kind of got them going on YouTube. They were great. As small town Ontario with the hockey and the farmers and the not as much drug addicts in Delburn per se, like the... The skids, that's what they call them on the show, the skids. Like You're either a hick, a skid, or a hockey player. That rings very true where I'm from, mostly. Um, there are a lot of skids, just not necessarily guys dealing meth or whatever. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the first couple seasons of it. But then like it, it got a little repetitive for me. Who knows? Maybe it picked back up. Um, but I wasn't motivated enough to keep watching. Shorzy through two seasons, I am chomping at the bit for, for more of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Well written and, you know as Canadians, you know, they just got into it arguing about who would win like the top three from Canada, top three from the U S and yeah, it's, it's a good show. Everyone should definitely check it out. Uh, Twitch says, I hope Thomas does well. My tight end options were Waller and Goddard, but then both went down with injury. I got Musgrave and he went down with injury. I got Thomas fourth times the charm from Twitch, the charm from Twitch. Yeah. You, you could do a lot worse for your fourth on your depth chart in terms of tight ends. Logan Thomas, talented guy. Um, but it's like today's going to be tough because of that Packers or uh, Cowboys D, pardon me. Uh, even if Sam Howell still throws the ball like 45 to 50 times, <laughs> at least a couple of those will find Thomas. You'd think you would think so. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player. He's got to stay healthy. Yes. Your tight end history, unfortunately, isn't the greatest twitch, 
just with all the injuries that have happened, but maybe uh, maybe Logan Thomas will, will break that one. Jason says Dwayne Johnson could afford it. Yeah, The Rock. He could come back to his, his CFL roots. He certainly could. And Bill says the CFL is slowly dying a slow death. Doubt it can survive in Canada with many having moved to the NFL. Bill, are you talking about fans, Bill? I mean, the Great Cup, I think they did over 3 mil in terms of viewers. So people were watching. I, I will say, I mean, I do like the Elks decision to close the upper level. I think that that, you know, hopefully it won't be for too long, but it's going to create an atmosphere and the team's got to win. That's a big thing. But you get that, that younger generation going to those games again. I think I think that'd be good. I don't know. We'll see. I, I just I don't know how big it is in other places. I know like the BC Lions did a really good job of building that thing up again, getting concerts in before the game, getting people down to BC Place, closing off the top. Yeah, Bill clarifies fans. Certainly. I mean, hey, I love the NFL. I would say that is my favorite sport to watch. But I still love the CFL too. You know, there, there's time for both. You know, they overlap a little bit. There was a while when Montreal was playing games on Sundays, and I know there was reasoning for it. I never, never really understood that. I, th- I think there's things the CFL does need to change and try to become a little bit more modern with. But I, I, I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to see that slow death like you speak of. Coming up today on the lowdown with Low Tide, Declan Kruger not in. He's actually down at the Ice House. With Jason Greger, he is the digital producer. So, Al, you got me today sitting in for Declan. I want to know who's trying to sabotage my show. <laughs> no one's trying to sabotage your Everybody's show. trying to ruin my show. Uh, at 12.40, we'll be joined by Jen Mueller. She is the sideline reporter for the Seattle Seahawks, who, of course, taken on the Niners tonight. Then at 1 o'clock, begged milk himself. Also, uh, we'll recap the Oilers game. I, th- I think maybe we'll talk a little bit about the Elks and their press conference today, Al. I don't know. I mean, Are you buying them? I wish we've got recommendations for Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds. Text in. Let let Al know who should buy the Elks. Who should it be? I like the Rock option. He's shown interest before, like with the XFL. They kind of wanted to do some sort of uh, joint venture thing with the CFL, right? Yeah, so I think so. Maybe they'll the circle back around. That would be uh, interesting. Would he even know? Uh, Chomsker says, I finally cut Pitts. Going to hope the waiver wire can play better. I did that two weeks ago for Dalton Kincaid. Chomsker's, man, I am uh, living a happier lifestyle without Kyle Pitts in my life. Uh, com- coming up on the Gregor Show, we've got Robin Brownlee from Oilers Nation. Terry Ryan will be by from 3 to 5 to co-host. We've got Rick Lalisher, Elks president and CEO. He'll give us an update on the situation with ownership. Colin Livingston will be here for the Cantor Racing Report. Get a recap of that race in Vegas last weekend. Uh, that was certainly something. Mark Spector will be by at 5 o'clock. And Tim Enger of Football Alberta will join us uh, high school provincials this weekend. Uh, so we'll get a little rundown on that uh, in the community for United Cycle. It was a fun show. It flew by. Uh, right now, just before halftime, Green Bay up on the lines 23-6. Brandon Douglas will get you an update momentarily. Uh, let me know exactly what's going on in the sporting world. For Brandon Douglas, I'm Connor Halley. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Really do appreciate it. Check the podcast if you missed anything. We'll be back tomorrow at 11. Let's get to an update brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com. Here is Brandon Douglas.